Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Happy Tuesday. And this is State of Atlanta. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, David. <laughs> Welcome yeah, back to week. Tuesday. Good weekend. Good time. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know what I did, but it felt busy and productive, maybe. I don't know. You sounds know how like, things feel like that no matter what, you know, like. Sounds like there may have been a cocktail or two involved if you don't remember what you did exactly. Uh, assuredly. assuredly. <laughs> it was evening at some point or another. Well, my mom came over uh, Sunday, so I started drinking at 930 to get ready for that. So hey, Preparation's yeah. key, man. You got to be prepared when the uh, mother comes over. I mean, was it like screwdrivers and or um, what you call it? Bloody Mary's? That's no, uh, Kim had asked to do barbecue for dinner, so I got up early and got the pork butt on the smoker. And I think that's a state law in Georgia. You're not allowed to build a fire without a beer in your hand. Sure, yep. So, uh, yeah, so I just was drinking some uh, some good old Miller Lights on some early Sunday morning. But, yeah. Well, it was a uh, not a great week for the Panthers overall uh, across all the sports. Went five and seven. Uh, we played football at least one time and won. Every one. <laughs> exactly. Well, it could be five and eight, depending on how this baseball game goes. But yeah, I guess uh, we won at football. So that, that takes it up, takes it up six. Right, I'll put that in the final. They did light up blue on Friday night. Even this though the heck? white team won. <laughs> it, it said Panthers win and they lit it blue. It's a real thing. And they train horned. We're one and out. They certainly did train horn. I feel like that thing, that train horn was turned up again. I feel like it, it was louder than it was. Yeah. That was like, I mean, talking about the spring game, that was a that was a good electric atmosphere kind of time. I got I was kind of I was surprised at how big of a turnout it was. They said it was just under five thousand, but I felt like it was more than that. It yeah, definitely. The pub crawl was fun. <laughs> at least starting off at uh, Woods Chapel. I was gonna say like it, we didn't really crawl very very much, but we did. But we did um, like really show up at Woods Chapel. I feel like we took over their whole outside. Um, so yeah, that was good. I, I you know I was running a little bit late, so I, when I got there, the place was just packed out with everybody in their blue and white. It was yeah. uh, it was great. And then once you get talking to people, the urge to to crawl or prowl or whatever you call it just kind of falls to the wayside. Like I'll just get another drink here. Yeah, I, it's easier that way. I did try to stop off at Halfway Crooks for one drink before heading in, but uh, they wanted me to go like around the outside or something to drink whatever and upstairs. Or, so I was like, I'll just walk to the stadium. And of course, you know, met up with somebody in the, in the parking lot and drink a couple of his beer. Little, little mini, nice tailgate. mini tailgate. So yeah, yeah. It's a good time, but yeah, I was I was really surprised by how many people turned out and like the just the energy. It seemed like it was like everyone was really into it. It was like being at a game. Yeah, I had a multi minute wait to get in. Oh, you had to wait. Yeah, I got there a bit later than I probably should have, so I did not uh, did not have a wait. I pretty much walked straight through. And did they even like scan the ticket thing? I don't think they even looked. No, at No, nobody at all. scanned anything. Yeah, so the the RSVP was really for I guess for them to get a head count, but. It, yeah, they they were getting contact information from people. I swear. Well, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> so, um, well, you know, with, with the size, they knew how many people were going to be there. Yet they only had one concession stand open because it's the bane of our existence to have functional concession stands. I don't know why can we not figure that out. Maybe they didn't expect that many people. 
But they had right. the, they they said they knew they had over four thousand RSVPs. Yeah, but so then they know. like took eighty percent of that as not no show, right? I guess so. Also, yeah. they're better I mean, stuff, David. What do you want? They did have a couple food trucks, right? I thought, I thought I saw at least two or three, maybe. There were some food trucks. Yeah. I would, yeah. Over there back on the um, the, the quote-unquote visitor side. The yeah, yeah, there was Mike one Field over side. across from the uh, radio booth where Dave Cohen does that game day yeah. show. And then I think there were two over by Pounce's Kids Club or Pounce Town or whatever yeah. it's called. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there were. There were. And right. then the Stayhouse Grill had uh, two free beers for, for you. For and I did get- I did get those, and I got me some, steel. some yeah, squeaky got, new koozie. Me too, me too. As well, so that was yeah. uh, that was nice. Yeah, I think it, all in all, I mean, with the exception of the, of the concession issue, it, it went pretty well. And actually, you mentioned the Pounces Kids Club thing. They had, like, their uh, pickup for the kids' little prize or whatever you call it, goodie it's bag. And, like, it was simple. It was basic. But I, they had one thing in there I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a little, like, you know, like our old school tickets we had at the Georgia Dome, the big plastic hard ones. Uh, for like the, the the club area is basically one of those with the kid's name printed on it and pounce on it. It's free admission to all athletic events. I mean, I didn't get one of those. Oh, did you sign your, did you sign your kid up for Pounce's kids club? Um, well, no, but yeah. I did get onto him with, uh, with your, with your idea of just like, just sign me up. Like, especially yeah. this year it's free. It's yeah. free this year. It's free this year. Yeah. Just sign me up. Like, and just auto renew it. Like it put the kid's yeah. age in there and it's like, you know, stop it when they turn 18. I, and even, I, even though it's free, charge me. I don't care. Like just whatever. Exactly. And it's like, you know, if they did charge me, and I didn't want to do it one year. I'd be like too lazy to call up and be like, I'd be like uh, damn, please do the thing that $25 charge off. I don't want to. It do wouldn't it even make me mad because I'd Honestly, be like, oh man, that was my fault. If they didn't even stop it at 18, if they just kept on going, I'd probably have my kid to be 60 years old and still pounce this kid's club just because I'm too lazy to turn off the charge. Yeah. Dude, this is a money-making scheme for him, right? Not a scheme. That's, that sounds bad. Whatever. Money-making plan, you know? I'm probably going to sign up my niece. She's still, I think, in the age group. You just uh, got to sign her up every year, dude. So oh, yeah. That sounds like too much about it. I'll do, do it, it one time. One time. I signed I up. I think I got a renewal letter. Like, nothing saying, like, your kid's no longer a pounce kid. Or yeah, I signed up my daughter like literally in the delivery room before we even got moved to a, a room after she was born. Uh, I logged on. I signed her up for uh, Pounce's Kids Club. And I think that's the last time she was a member. I don't think I ever did it again because, again, never heard about signing back up again. Yeah. So they're just, like, at least uh, send me an email. Or just yeah. auto-renew. Yeah, but so auto-renew. Just, uh, preparing your here. kids for the future when they uh, get removed from voter rolls. So yes. It's good for their their spirit and their character. Get me Oh boy! I just got. I want to go back Tim. to uh, huh? Dangerously close. Dangerously close to political talk. I know we like to flirt. <laughs> well, fortunately, uh, no, nothing politically happened, or nothing that could come up politically happened today at all. So we have nothing to talk about on that subject. No. So we're good. Nothing. I kept it, I kept everything positive. <laughs> Stainhouse Grill, though, did you guys enjoy like the mini renovation that they said they did? I don't know if you walked around it too much. You just got your beers and went. But I don't think I've ever been in there uh, any uh, other time ever. So I I wouldn't notice a difference. I I just thought it was sort of weird. No one was there. Uh, I I thought there would be with with the number of people who were in the stadium. I would have thought there'd be more people hanging out there. I think by the time you got there, people had already made their way into the stadium just to uh, watch everything. That could be true. You might yeah. be right. Yeah. I, that's the other thing I was sort of sad about. There was no view of of any kind of 
no, no way to see the field at all. No way to see, you know, anything. It's just sort of a dirt lot there. You're looking at. If you're upstairs, you have a better view, but with those stands that are put there, you really can't see. It's not a place you'd want to watch the game. Yeah, they should throw another, you know, 10 feet on there and and just, you know, put an elevator in or something. (laughs) There is an elevator. I feel like then throw another 10 feet on there and and just let us like up there and watch the game. That'd be rad. Yeah, I think that would be cool if they could add like a couple TV or monitors that just have views of the field so you can feel like you're there. I mean, I think it's a good spot to have like the pregame tailgates and stuff like that for the pack. I think that's great. I think TV wise, I think those are the TVs that were in the stadium when the Olympics was here. (laughs) Um, They they weren't tube televisions. (laughs) No, maybe when uh, the Braves took over. I don't know. They could probably get some better ones. I mean, you can get cheap. They're dirt cheap. $65 inch TVs now, right? And if they would, uh, one, open up concession stands and sell more food, and uh, two, charges for the kids' club, they would have be rolling in the dough to afford new TVs. Exactly. <laughs> you just sell a couple chicken sandwiches and you'd be in. Just do a, do a pack fundraiser for the uh, Statehouse Grill, dude. Come on, get on. We it. could do a GoFundMe. <laughs> I no, I'd rather pay for the flags for the for the team. Than oh, the I like the space though. I will say they did a good job renovating it. It looked wait, good inside. Wait, 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 wait. Have they not gotten new flags yet? Well, I think that kind of just fell to the wayside since there was no season, or I mean, they weren't doing that kind of stuff last we had year. A season, right? so there's no new flags yet. I doubt no. it. Well, I, you you guys are the ones that cared about it, so I would assume you'd know. Well, they need to have flags. They did not have flags. No, they don't. Not, not not last year. Yeah, that was the problem. They didn't have flags. That, mm. <laughs> we need to make it a restricted gift uh, for Georgia State. You can just give towards that fund. Flags. <laughs> well, you know, how about you just buy yourself a new TV, Ryan, and then you can donate your old TV to them. That's true. That's a good idea. I, I, I promise, though. You know, I think the pack can kind of see what they can do, maybe improve it a little bit more. Well, know. you know, the, the pack is really responsible for uh, paying for the scholarships of the kids, not for the facilities type things. I mean, you could you can ask them all, all you want. They can relay the message, but it's different pocketbooks. I mean, I guess it's all the same pocketbook, but but pack is just for kids scholarships. Speaking of facilities, I know I like to jump around a whole lot, but did, have you guys driven by the convocation center lately? It's got all the things up. The frame is it's like it's like the it's a building. It looks like a building now. I think that the the southwest corner is still the only part that's not completely like the the the, the steel beams Those are not beams. all the way around, which yeah. I think that's be that's gonna be where how they get the actual uh crane out of there so they can start building on the inside. Well, and I think in the in the um I want to call them mock-ups, but I don't think that's what it is. In the whatever Renders. they are renderings. Yeah, and those pictures. And then their pictures they had. Um, no, it looked like that was sort of the the like uh, entryway, the like patio type entryway thing. And it looked like there was sort of a hole there uh, okay. in the in the frame anyway. So maybe that's on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's looking good. I'm just kind of like it's it's exciting to be able to drive by and see it. The stupid trees with their leaves make it harder now. But uh, but I'm like all right, once they get these walls up, eventually it's gonna be like. I know things are happening, but I have a wait a year and a half to see anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. They seem like they're booking it. Going pretty fast, but it's still not supposed to be ready <laughs> until the uh, next year's season, the 2022 season. So yeah. 
All I right. was seeing that all those trees on the north end seem like they're going to be blocking the window. So Ooh, can't have I, that. I, I'm a pot. I love trees, but not if they're going to block a view. Yeah, if there's one thing in Atlanta you don't want to talk about is trees. Just yeah, let's not bring it up. Don't so they can, just, they can just tear them down when they want. You could get into a political debate mm-hmm. and survive that far faster than you could talk about tearing a tree down in Atlanta. It was a big deal in Grant Park. Might still be a big deal in Grant Park for like a few years, though. They were trying to tear a bunch of trees down. Oh, yeah. It's it's everything that comes up in our little zoning meetings and whatnot is all about how many trees are going to be tore down for this house to be built and that. And it was like, still got plenty of trees, but I don't want to get on that. Don't want to get on that. Uh, the, the spring game itself, <laughs> I was socializing so much that I didn't get to uh, watch a bit that that much of the game. Did you guys get a chance to pay a lot of attention to it? No, no, it was, I, you know what though? Like um, I feel like that's probably why there were so many people there is because everyone just was like, you know, we spent the last year not doing a whole lot, not socializing and everybody got out there and said, man, we're just going to have a good time. And yeah, great you know, weather. You know, it was awesome weather and and you know like the spring game the the football that you see on the field doesn't have any bearing on anything that goes on there's no way to figure out if they're any good or any bad or anything like that so who cares they, let them play football let them have their last practice and let us have our drinks and and social time so you mean you're telling me that we're in a in a real game this season we're not going to have Dan Ellington throwing a touchdown pass to Ulrich John no because that happened during the spring game Right, we got a flag too. What's up with that? Let it go. <laughs> yeah, uh, they didn't count the touchdown for that one. And apparently, Coach Elliott afterwards said that he told Dan he was going to count the touchdown, the count the score on the scoreboard, but it was a little underthrown, and Ulrich had to work a little bit for it, so he decided to wipe it off the scoreboard. Nice, <laughs> nice, go, Coach. Uh, yeah, but the white team beat the blue team. Blue team twenty three seventeen. Um, so I, I guess Ryan, you're a little upset about that. The blue team lost. I was, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super. Um, I cried about it that night. Um, yeah, I don't even know who who was it. Uh, I think that was. Uh, I think uh, Darren Granger was throwing for the blue team. Mm. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. McKelly Colasurdo was uh, pl- was throwing for the blue team, and, was the and missed a. Missed a touchdown in the closing seconds of the game to to I guess taking the lead. Yeah, there was a touchdown right before that. It was like a bomb. Yep, they took the lead on. That was pretty. I saw that. that one of the very few plays I saw. That was. One I think them. it was a big play, but it was not for a touchdown. I think that they yeah. uh, they got close to the end zone and punched in, uh, running the ball there. I, I, if you're talking about what I'm thinking, you're talking about. But yeah, I think so. Everybody, everybody seemed happy. There were no injuries. You know, that's all you can it seemed ask electric. For. Good stuff. I, I like the way they did it this year versus the other years where they had this like playground style, you know, pick your team. And they, they had their two captains for each team. They pick who they wanted. And then those teams played each other. And they had to mess around with that a little bit and have fun. Uh, quad came in and played quarterback for both teams a couple of times. But for the most part, they let the backups do it. Uh, Coach Elliott said afterwards that he's so excited about this season because, you know, like last year it was it was quad, but this year he feels like he has like, you know, legit backups that can come in if needed and uh, with very little drop off. So um, he seemed really excited. But I mean, Coach Elliott always seems super excited. It's hard to tell when he's down. Yeah, that's true. But there were there, there weren't any like glaring problems either, which is nice. Right. 
Right. Yeah. It was like, I mean, you, I keep going back to it, Ryan. It was, it was a good social event. It was yep. a good time to get out and see everybody and do everything. Would you want to keep it on Fridays based off of what we saw? I was all right with it. I liked it. Didn't bother me none. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of sucked because uh, I, I feel like we, we probably all wanted to start a little earlier. It's probably good we didn't get to start a little earlier. So, <laughs> well, I think that if we had started a little bit earlier, we wouldn't necessarily have been like, "All right, got to pound this before heading in." You know, you maybe. Right. Take yeah, I don't know. I, you know, also I had my second vaccine shot on uh, Thursday around like noonish, and uh, I was fine all day. And then at night, I, I started feeling like crap. And then the next the next day, I I went to like two meetings at work, and and I told my boss, I was like, "Man, I'm." I'm laying down. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. And I, you know, I was like, I gotta get, I gotta get right for this game tonight. <laughs> this, this exhibition game that has no bearing whatsoever on the season. <laughs> well, you know, I gotta get right so I can have a couple drinks. So yeah. someone at work said that it felt like they had drank a bottle of wine and woke up hungover, but they didn't get to drink any wine. I don't know. I, man. This shot. Is like the sickest time yeah. in, I feel like yeah. for a long time. Which, which I told over. them, I was like, well, you're missing out. I drank a bunch that night. So I, when I felt terrible, I, I didn't really know what it was. Well, yeah, I, uh, I got my shot the same day you did, Ryan. And then I went straight from uh, the shot to the battery to watch the Braves game. So, so there was some day drinking involved there. So my <gasps> when, when the vaccine crap started hitting me, it was a combination of that and, you know, <laughs> that early onset hangover. And I'm like, I don't know which one is affecting me right now, but I don't like how I feel. Yeah. But once yeah I, was no I, good. By the time I got up in the morning on, on Friday, I was, uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So that's good. Uh, so do you guys, what do you feel at the spring game? Do you think there's a battle for quarterback or is it a done deal? Done deal. Unless something uh, dramatic happens, I feel like it's this is Quad's team going into it. I think everybody knows that, and I'm not too worried about it. Maybe if – hopefully he does not struggle. We don't want to see any struggles, but maybe if he struggles, uh, you, you see something uh, change. But I, I cannot imagine there's any kind of quarterback controversy at all brewing or even like the whole idea of playing you know multiple quarterbacks. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I just know that's a popular Panther talk. Topic. Yeah, I mean, especially with the way that things ran, where uh, McKelly and uh, um, Darren were running the opposite teams, and Quad came in and you know, threw, took a few snaps for both teams. It was kind of establishing, like you know, uh, you know, rest your starter and uh, and let the other guys get some reps. Some Man, reps. Panther talk always wants to retire our quarterback, though, like all the time. <laughs> that's like that's like all those guys talk about. I think because McKelly came in with like so much like hype behind him with being like the you know Gatorade player of the year and whatever it was in South Carolina. And stuff. It was, there was just a lot of hype around it. And then, yeah. and that, and he came in when we were between seasons where quad had, you know, not looked exceptional right. in, the, in the, in the few snaps he had taken that previous season. So uh, you're like, all right, well we have this awesome guy. And then quad comes in and he's doing pretty good. And they're like, well, but what about this guy? Well, what about this guy? Well, no, when, when, when that was, I, I was even worried about that. Cause I was like, quad didn't have any experience. You know, I was, I was actually pretty terrified that that was the best we had um, that, that year. And then, you know, it turns out coach coach obviously sees things that we don't get to see. So uh, it was, it was nice to, to see what coach saw. 
Yeah, Quad because he doesn't log out last year into his, in, into his practices at all. So that's why he sees. I, I'm just saying, like, <clears throat> you know, I was worried. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't have anything to worry about. No, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Quad does after a year of experience and more, yeah. you know, classroom stuff and just you know, practicing and training and obviously coming off a high of a good season uh, last year and then winning the the bowl game and it's such a you know big st- opening series to start the game start the, the start the season with the four out of conference games I, i'm i'm pumped i'm excited i'm looking forward to the season big time and you know friday just you know took that up you know several more notches so i want to know if he calls uh, a game over north carolina or auburn like he did with tennessee and uh right before you didn't you don't remember that no what are you talking about yeah, he kind of called the Tennessee game a little bit before it happened. Uh, who quad did? Not quad. Um, Ellington. Ellington did. Yeah, he made like uh, I don't remember. They played it on some reel, but Ellington made some comment about being able to take Tennessee. Honestly, uh, quad, yeah, well, quads follows the trend and picks one. Well, hopefully, all quad talks about is the Army game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a W, man. What are you talking about? Well, that actually that leads right into my next topic, the ESPN FBI rankings, uh, which I I don't know if they came out last Wednesday, but that's when I saw it on Wednesday. So uh, put it Is down. Is that different from the thing we talked about? We talked about like the Sunbelt East like uh, preview, and then this oh, was the right. rankings for all 130 teams or whatever. So yeah, uh, we got a score of 86, coming in 86 place out of 100. Uh, 30 teams, but did uh, they do a mid-major ranking. Yeah, they did. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Army came in at 96. So, you know, we're, we're ranked ahead of army based on ranking all 130 teams. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's, they're pretty close. We're all both pretty far down, but it's kind of cool just to see that, you know, we should be the favorite team going in and open the season at home. I like that. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a positive thing. It's fun. And against a you know a, a very established team, uh, like we should always be proud when we we can beat somebody like Army or Navy or Air Force, the military schools. Yeah, well, I mean, and we beat Army last time they were here two years yep. ago, and like that amazing game, horribly rainy game. It was cold and garbage throughout the whole thing. Hopefully, it's a uh, much nicer uh, to start the season this way. But and then we then we're at Army up in West Point uh, the following year. So, so. I know we're not a stats podcast, but I would have to assume this is the highest FPI ranking period. I don't know, but yeah, I would assume the same. I feel like normally we're a hundred teams. When we stopped coming in in the hundreds, that's when we started feeling pretty good about ourselves. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> we're not the, we're not the 120th team out of 128. I, I did share like- I, I did share this out and promise no stats, by the way. So <laughs> okay. you could not make me a liar. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I feel like we're in the 115 to 125 range years past. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. We were always just like the, the bottom dweller. I mean, yeah. bottom 10, like always. Uh, when, you crack at 100, so. when you crack 100, you are climbing the ladder towards the top of that G5 mid-major non-existent <laughs> pole that exists. Exactly. <laughs> so the interesting thing to me is we clock in in sixth overall in the Sun Belt. Uh, trash down south is behind us, just for reference. Uh, but if you but if you look at the other some of the other conferences, we'd be the second best team in Conference USA. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> so just number two. Just number two. Yeah, uh, with uh, UAB beats us out pretty significantly. We should play UAB. We every year. Yes, I agree with that completely. Yeah. What do you think about that, David? Should we play UAB? Yes. <laughs> no, what about Charlotte? You think what? What? How do you feel about Charlotte? Screw Charlotte. Charlotte sucks. What? I thought it was Charlotte and UAB. Those were the two. No, it's always me that talks about Charlotte. We're talking about, our, talking about our, uh, our uh, schedules for the several uh, years going now. It's like we have this great schedule. You know, we play in Army, North Carolina, Auburn, and Charlotte, the Forty Niners. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. UAB dragons or whatever they are. Are they yeah, dragons? dragons? Dragons way cooler than a number. Uh yeah, but they've got like the weird, weird the dragon. Now, right? It's not that cool. Now I like and they, they, I like the maybe it just feels like a more appropriate and they've been around a lot longer. Well, version one was around for a long time. And now we got I was say, they've only been around for like two years, man. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather play UAB or Charlotte on a regular if you get to pick UAB. one on a regular basis? UAB. UAB. It's not even a question. UAB. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And UAB or Birmingham's got some some uh, great uh, breweries around there now. So it's beer, beer, man. There's there's beer everywhere now. Well, you, as long as there's, as long as there's PBR, you don't care, right? There's PBR and Guinness. I'm good. <laughs> but the thing is, no, it's true though. Like everywhere you go, everyone figured out that like, hey, uh, if we have a, a beer brewery, uh, we're gonna do all right. So uh, they changed the laws, and now they allow breweries everywhere. So there's good beer literally everywhere now. Well, but I, I mean, I, I'm gonna call a brewery similar to a spring game. It's not necessarily about the beer, as it's not about the game. It's about the, the socializing, the hanging out. Because breweries are cool. They tend to have like large outdoor spaces, and like you know, <clears> similar kind of tailgate games with your cornhole or the ring toss and shit like that. And it's I fun. love hanging I, out at Applebee's, David. Applebee's Raleigh was really good away game. I know, and they're getting rid of the Applebee's because of all these breweries, man. They're killing the Applebee's. Kill oh, the PBR chain restaurants going to the wayside. Where am I going to get my riblets or whatever the hell they call their food? It's <laughs> <laughs> riblets. Like, they, 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 they cut off the part of the rib that no one actually wants to eat. And, like That's what they give you with their... Uh, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, their weird sauce and everything. <laughs> I really see it was a really good uh, away game for like beer and breweries. They had oh, that, there's like awesome, one street yeah. north south that had yeah. everything. <laughs> What was this? They had some kind of donut shop that was open at two a.m., which was also phenomenal. After you've been drinking, yeah, Raleigh is what he's talking about, David. There was a place called Something Greens uh, that was like it's like right up there by the stadium, I think. Uh, Nat Nat Greens, right? Nat Greens. I think it's Nat Greens. It's it's one of those founding father type people. Uh, But anyway, there's a brewery there, and it's a really big, really big space and i you know i'd go when i was up there for work uh i went up there for trivia a bunch it was awesome man all the all the beer was delicious it was great <clears throat> all of a sudden now ryan cares about the beer at a brewery that took all of like two and a half minutes i just like giving you shit david <laughs> yeah i've gathered <laughs> you know what i just noticed and david you would scold me for this i just realized we don't have an FCS team on our schedule this year. I know for a fact I've said that on this show before. I don't <laughs> pay attention. I don't yeah, think this, this is the first season where we've had a non uh, or like a, an all FBS schedule. It's a big boy hey, schedule. Hey guys, guys, I'm looking at the schedule and I don't see any FCS teams. <laughs> yeah, it's all Division One teams this year, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I just auto assume we have one. You, you actually increased the me. I 
made a stupid joke. Your joke was <laughs> solid, man. <laughs> no, it's this is a question we've talked about before, but like I like the idea of not playing an FCS team. <clears throat> I, I like a schedule like this. You have two power five teams, uh, like an established, hey. an established a military service school, established kind of team like that, like a long history program that maybe isn't great, maybe isn't bad, but just an established team that's going to get draw fans out to come see. And then you have Charlotte. My, which Charlotte is our FCS team this year. Oh boy. But I, I, I do agree with you. I think, you know, you, you get your two, two money game type things. Uh, and one of them is, is, is actually quite winnable this year. And, and every year they should be winnable, but you know, it's not like we're playing Bama. Um, which I'm fine with playing Bama. <laughs> oh my god! I wish an Auburn fan was listening to this right now. Like you literally say, it's, not, it's just well, they're Auburn. terrible. It's not they're terrible. Auburn. <laughs> we just talked about it last week that we we, we have a higher chance of winning against uh, or losing against Louisiana. According right. to that one guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that's that's. I mean, Auburn's not looking so hot right now. But like you know, we got two two uh, two uh, P five te- teams, and then two you know group of five teams that we should be comp- competing with, uh, and like have a chance to to go out and show out. And if we don't show out, you know, I mean, we haven't exactly shown out lately anyway. So, you know, I agree. There's no reason why we should not go into the season expecting uh, a two and a sorry a two and two start as worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm taking a few steps back athletics years ago when they came up with the scheduling probably thought one and three or two and two maybe you steal one three you know you get three wins out of it and then also man that's a great payday year after a pandemic who did this scheduling (laughs) right well and then also what we've talked about before is uh going when this was set up you know four or five years ago looking at this season going ahead it was like well, you know, maybe we can pull up an upset at UNC and then Auburn's going to be our beatdown game. And, and now it's kind of like, get out of Chapel Hill alive. And <laughs> we didn't know Mac Brown was going to be heading up to uh, to North Carolina. <laughs> so, yeah, I like Turns this. Out we win both. What was that, Ryan? Turns out we win both. You heard we it here both. Well, you know, wow. like, so after we beat Army, which is just going to happen, and then we shocked the world by uh, – beating unc we have a little bit of a scare at charlotte or charlotte coming here and then you know, all eyes are going to be on georgia state at auburn and i say all eyes i mean all of our eyes but there'll be a lot of attention there will be, be at least attention. six eyes on they georgia will state replay auburn. the tennessee win in that espn game i'm just saying espn i don't even know if it's on tv but well, I mean, probably. they're probably going to play the, the Tennessee. The, the Tennessee win will get mentioned quite a bit uh, leading up to that UNC game and during yeah, that yeah. UNC game for sure. And the Auburn, and I mean, the Auburn probably SEC. we still get a we still get a lot of press on that. Um, like like I said, I've got the Google alert for Georgia State football, and we still get like we get mentioned all over the place randomly because of the Tennessee win. Yeah, we w- that, that Tennessee win is like um, Al Bundy winning that high school game. Like, we just will not let it go. We cling on to that Tennessee win. There's a mural inside of the touchdown club or whatever it's called inside the stadium. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's mostly people just kind of wanting to like hedge against Tennessee a little bit. They want to be right. like, well, this game might not be what you think. Cause after all, Georgia state, yeah. why have we not put that Tennessee win up there on the big board right next to our bowl appearances? 
Yeah. Or on the other side, man, there's that big empty spot. Just throw yeah. it up there. <laughs> full full board. Don't give Charlie any ideas. He'll do it. <laughs> that side of the board needs a little love anyway. Some of the, uh, and, and if he does do it, playoff we, committee. And if he does do it, we'd be like, we said that here. Look at that. We, we, we made it happen. We made it happen. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, if we really want it, we should start a GoFundMe. We have, like a, we have like 15 GoFundMes going at this point. <laughs> I know. I thought that was kind of the thing. I don't know. It Maybe I'm taking it too far. It's the ongoing joke. I will say, too, look at the schedule. Good Lord, after we finish the four games, we then start with the app. Yeah, exactly. We After you're done with that appetizer, here's App State. Have fun. Yeah. I mean, thank God they're at home. But still, yeah, you, you're going to welcome in App after uh, playing Auburn. And just that entire four-game stretch to begin with. Uh, you yeah. never beat them, right? <clears throat> this is the year we beat. This is the year we beat App. This is the year First we year. beat uh, Lafayette. Should have been last year, but yeah. And we are going to embarrass Coastal in their house just the way they did us and ours this past year. So what was that? Fifty-five to nothing or something? Fifty-one, I think. Am I giving them a couple points? Yeah, yeah. I do I that. Mean, Fifty-five I, I to three. Is it fifty-five? No, we, we didn't get three we points. The field goal. We missed the field yeah, goal. Yeah, we didn't score at all. I we just didn't give get us three points. points. <laughs> three is better than zero, man. Uh, Fifty-two to nothing, I think. Right? Something I like that. It. Whatever. Mid fifties. I know, I know we already had the uh, David dissect the schedule eight times over podcast, but man, I like the alternating home and away. I mean, the schedule's fantastic all the way until that <laughs> horrible away run, but all the way through what, October 30th, it's balanced. It's not nearly as bad as I uh, was expecting it to be, but I mean, it's it's got its faults to it. But yeah, it's it's not horrible. Uh, that stretch though, we have that three game stretch uh, at Trash Down South. South, wow! I pulled in the southern thing with that one. Uh, at Eagle Creek, at Lafayette, and at uh, Beach Chickens. Eagle Creek, and then at, and then we have the waterfalls at home. Yeah, the waterfalls at home. <laughs> That's their name now. It's waterfalls. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Don't go chasing them. <laughs> They'll come to you. Now, I, I, I have high expectations for the season. Like, I, I really do think this is the year we, we at minimum, one of the two, Appalachian or uh, Lafayette, we knock off one of those two this year for sure happening. And then, I'm going to say we beat two of the three top teams, Coastal, Lafayette, or App. By the end of the season, Coastal will not be a top team in the Sun Belt. Wow. There's my hot take. They're, they're going to come back to earth. Dirty. They're going to come back to earth. They're already playing in the toughest division in the in the conference, uh, <laughs> in the Sun Belt, in the G five. Right? Hey, well, no, that was our thing last week. As you said, this is the toughest division in all of G five uh, conferences. So, but did they count the American as one division? I guess you <laughs> I just don't know right. what that says about everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you take that as a compliment for you or if you take that as everybody's just you know, shitting on the other people. I would think so, Tim, because, uh, you know, we're sixth in Sunbelt. But if we were in the American based off these uh, FBI rankings, we would be uh, eighth out of their 12, 11 teams. So, you know, you, and obviously those guys ahead of us in, in our conference would be right up there in the American. So, yeah, I think that it's safe to say that. Um, uh, just merge. Oh, no. 
Somehow the East and the Americans. No, 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 no. Let's just leave this crap conference that apparently is pretty good and go to the American where we want to be. <laughs> and we can kick out East Carolina. We can send – we can just do, we do a trade. Do they do that? Do they do that? Do trade in college football? Can we, like, Isn't negotiate? Isn't East Carolina one of the only teams lower than us? Yes. Uh, well, there's four. It's the first two. team lower than us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that would be a good trade. East Carolina to the Sun Belt, Georgia State to the American. I think everybody wins in this scenario. I think the Sun Belt would be actually happy to get rid of us for the most part. Okay. Uh, I, okay. I, I don't really have any interest in making the Sun Belt happy. Yeah. Do you, make- what, what do you think the Sun Belt, why do you think they want to get rid of us? I think they they probably love us. I, 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 the vibe I get from the other fan bases at. Oh, I don't care about those people. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't want us, right? <laughs> Just like the CAA didn't want us either. Well, we don't fit the profile. But we don't really want yeah. that. And when yeah, you it was really weird. When you don't fit the profile, that's just not us having an issue with it. I mean, that it just contradicts everything that the, the conference is. Like, we don't belong in that conference. We make no sense. We're a research university, we're in an urban environment. Uh, most of our uh, students don't have barnyard fun times. So, <laughs> <laughs> barnyard fun times. <laughs> Only the one. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if if some belt wants to get rid of us, yeah, I think we, we need to get this trade going. Go fund me for that one. <laughs> yeah, <go> fund me. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting on somebody else to do it. And, I was like, and, I can't uh, do it every time. I, so thank you, Tim. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, That's the one we should do, though, as a joke. Start a GoFundMe to like pay for the exit fee. And the entry fees of ECU to leave the American and Georgia State to leave Sunbelt and flip flop. <laughs> see what kind of weird donations you end up getting. So you can get a unanimous, you know, a school can be kicked out of a conference if it's like unanimous, every other school wants to kick them out, right? Isn't that how it works? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. All right. We start, start sending letters to the presidents of all the American conference uh, schools and be like, here's an idea we have. You kick out the Pirates, bring in the Panthers. See, we still fit in, like, you know, alphabetically, we still fit in the same uh, spot. Panthers, just switch Panthers to Pirates. And Sunbelt will take them. Oh, for sure. You don't even have to worry about, like, a trade. Like, kick them out, Sunbelt will take them. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. I like this idea. I like so this. are we going to, um, you know, we... I think we talked about it a, a little bit offline, but were you guys going to talk about this little fish business? Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at with the uh you're taking we would your be time. the second we'd be the second best team in conference stay. Uh, it's just something so Tim and I were having this conversation offline uh when the FBI what, rankings came I was out. Here, I existed. What are you talking about? I saw it. I talked about it a little. Okay. So Ryan was there too. Tim and I <laughs> chopped liver over here. I just I just brought it up. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about okay, whatever. Who cares? Uh it's fine. So, so question, question for you guys. So we're apparently right now we are in the toughest division or the most top to bottom competitive division in the G5. Uh, Would you rather be in that where everybody beats up on each other every week, or would you rather be the number one, number two team in your conference and you just play crappy schools every single week? Not everyone all at once. 
Well, you and Tim were talking about it, so I was hoping maybe Tim would have okay. you know, something to say about it. Since you guys I'll go for it. Let's be UCF. Let's be the big fish in the little pond. But if you're going to be the big fish, you got to like pretty much win the football championship at least every other year and be a top team competitive in basketball and a top two or three team in baseball. You've got to look out of place. Right. UCF looked out of place in – conference USA but only there in the past few years like it was a they kind of hit their stride and everything I mean I, I think of like Boise State when they hit the national stage they were just like like just destroying their conference opponents and and then and then beating their out of conference or at least competing very very well in their out of conference and I I like that that gets a lot of attention I feel like uh, but when when you're in a, a conference where you know you win some, you lose some because both team, all teams are really pretty good. You kind of get lost in the shuffle. Uh, I think the answer is supposed to be to be the best. You've got to play the best. So you want to be in that competitive division and you want to be that team that always wins in that competitive division. Uh, I, so, so like I an a drop off. I don't think it's enough just to beat a bunch of crappy teams though, because you, you know, you have like, like, a lot of times when these teams like like the reason Boise State got famous wasn't for being a bunch of Midwest Conference people or Mountain whatever yeah Midwest Conference and UCF didn't beat a bunch of CUSA people they did but they also uh what what am I doing Mountain what are you guys West. doing Mountain West whatever it's close um, we started GoFundMe they also popped off a, a couple of teams they weren't supposed to. Right. Uh, so they were, you know, they, they had a couple of Tennessee type moments and things like that. Well, that's what I was saying that they, they had, they were, you know, beating their out of conference opponents, the, the yeah. big out of conference opponents, right? or at least looking really, really good in those games. Yes. So it's not enough just to be, just to be beaten up on a bunch of little schools. And I think if we want to be, you know, the big fish in a, in a small pond, we just drop down to FCS. Yeah, that would never work. I, and exactly, but that's that's what you're promoting if you say that you want to be the big fish in a small pond. Like, we'd be the biggest fish at this point. Let's drop down. Wait, wait, we weren't the biggest I don't believe you want that. So no, no, it's a, it's a it's a good argument. I don't like that argument, but it's a good argument. <laughs> I, I, I want to be. I want to be. I want to be number eight, and, and I want to be fair. And to be fair, I'm not saying that I want us to go to Conference USA because it does not make any sense for us to go to Conference USA anymore. Yeah. At one, at one point when we were looking to move up, it made a lot of sense. And then with all the, the reshuffling of everything, it does not make any sense any longer. Right. Uh, but just that idea that you could just be beating everybody every single well, well, the we history Drifty has had of losing so many games, the idea of being in a conference where you beat everybody just sounds really nice. That's all it comes <laughs> down to. <laughs> and we'd be number two behind UCF. Is that right? I mean, U- UAB. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Where's you see? Are they not there? Where? Are they? They're the American. American. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I get confused about these things. I don't keep track of things that aren't Georgia State guys. Yeah. So it, it's interesting. If you look at UCS history. They were there for eight years in the glorious Conference USA uh, championship game. They were in it four times. So fifty percent of the time they were there, they were in the championship. They only won it twice. Good enough to get them out of there. Yep. You know? I mean, and, and money we, and facilities and winning. What if it's we would have started football? Equation. What if we would have started football when around the same time that UCF started football? We could be. We'd be right with them. We should be. 
Which is when they were talking about starting football for us too. Like that was the discussion, and our our uh, president at the time was like, "Not ever." It is surprising to me that Patton was so anti-football, and like the last thing he did was like, "Football, I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, drop the mic, football. <laughs> you yeah. wanted it so bad, yeah. you can have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's weird. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, UCF wasn't really taken seriously until they pretty much got to Conference USA, right? Uh, I guess I, 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 didn't, I don't know. You, they were in the like MAC. They, no one cares about the MAC. No. That's weird. What? Why would they say that doesn't make any years. sense? And then they were in what? FCS land, right? All before that. They were actually Division Three at one point. I mean, they have a long history. We have a short history, but we've ascended faster. You just yeah. need to keep up with our, you know. You know how like doing. Oregon has the Nike money, and everyone, whenever you refer to Oregon, it's always like Nike money, whatever. Why doesn't UCF have Walt Disney money? I don't, why doesn't Disney just like, all right, we're going to like invest a bunch of money in this program, and you're going to be the the mice, the UCF. And we're going to make your helmets. Yeah, they'll they'll look like the Fantasia, the blue <laughs> hat with the white stars on it. They'll have ears on them. Ears on them. <laughs> exactly. We should just uh, we should have like Magic City money or something. Magic City. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> that that would go over well. <laughs> Plus, chicken wings stay in the stadium. I'm oh, all for it. I'm all for some chicken wings in the stadium. I would love some wings in the stadium. Plus, uh, like local craft beers somewhere. Why? I don't know why we've not done better at that. But again, hey, we're back at our concession sucking. I mean, well, I guess when they announced Panther Dining that was going to be handling everything, we knew like, well, this won't go well. And then they they did get somebody else in there after that first season, right? Like, they it's did. not all Panther Dining now, right? It's not. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, we're forty six minutes in, so let's. And you want to do a deep dive, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I'll talk about a little about Super baseball. Deep. I uh, I think we lost the baseball game. We were playing tech. Uh-huh. I think we lost that game. But uh, yeah, baseball team. They won the series against Troy last weekend. Uh, Josh Smith had a, a grando in the fourth inning of the uh, the third game. It was a game we won seventeen to fifteen. I think in ten innings. Uh, yeah, so we got a, a grand slam in that one. Uh, tied it up in the eighth with five runs. And then uh, a walk-off two-run homer, at the bottom of tenth. So that was a it's a big seventeen fifty. It's a big scoring game for baseball. That's cool. I like that kind of stuff. I like seeing high-scoring baseball games. <clears throat> I think it's weird. It's kind of a football score almost. You know, like a bad football score. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Five field goals for one team. <laughs> uh, let's see. They uh, played Georgia Tech today. Lost that. So the game today was weird. I was watching it. We were up 2-1 after, after a two-run homer by Josh Smith. And so we walked – we loaded the bases. We walked a guy to tie the game. And the very next batter, we balked to give them the lead. It was a bad inning. It was a bad inning. But. And it's bad we balk to give the – Team. Very next guy. We just walked in a run and then you balk and give everybody another base. Anyhow, um, now play at uh, Mercer tomorrow and then at USA this weekend. 
So uh, they're doing a, in, in two weeks, they're doing a, a celebration of Coach Mike Hurst, who passed away on uh, May 1st versus Coastal at 4 o'clock is the game. Uh, that'd be a cool game to go to. I don't know, Tim, do you think we're allowed to go back to a baseball game? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay. It'll just be us this time, though, right? Yeah, I know this is going to be a big deal because they're doing events like at one thirty. They're doing a gathering at 2, 2 p.m., like a celebration of life. 3 p.m., I don't know, something It's called Georgia State Baseball in and out I don't know, are we getting an in and out in Atlanta or in Pandersville or something? I don't know. That'd be great. Yeah, so that'd be what that is. Awesome. And then doing a first pitch, first pitch ceremony at 3.50 and game is at 4. I mean, obviously, you got to get down there for the whole thing. You could tailgate for a good three, four hours before uh, the game starts. May 1st. We'll talk about it next week. I think it'd be fun to go to. Is there going to be in and out? Is that what I heard? I wasn't paying attention. Yes, so there'll be in and out. All I heard was in and out, and I'm, <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if, but you got to RSVP for the game because, uh, like Ryan said, they need to collect people's information. I'll have a link to the uh, article about it, where it has a link, where, which has a link to the RSVP thing if you want to go. Uh, softball <clears throat> lost to Auburn last week and then uh, went one and two against Coastal. Uh, overall 14 and 23, two and 14 in conference. And uh, Ooh, yeah. yeah, it's not good. They're at Kennesaw tomorrow and at Monroe this weekend. And then their season ends after next week. They, they're hosting the trash down South next week. And then softball season's over. Hmm. So uh, we're actually, I think, um, the team, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, no, they're, so uh, right now, Southern is uh, just above us. So by playing them that last week, we have a chance to uh, move up ahead of them in the, uh, confer- the conference standings. We're last place in conference right now. In what sport? Softball. Wow. Which is not soft whatsoever at all. Like no. Super hard. Why don't they call it big ball? Because the only difference is a bigger ball than a – I'm sure there's been plenty of comedy bits written about why a softball is called softball, but it really makes no sense at all. Like just be like swole ball or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Easier to hit ball. They do score a lot more. There's a lot more. Easier to hit. Yeah. Bigger ball. Uh, Beach volleyball. They ended their regular season with a couple more wins last week, uh, beating Florida Gulf Coast and University of North Florida. So the so I found I finally figured out which conference beach volleyball plays in. It was it was there the entire time. CCSA or Coastal Collegiate Sports Association for short, for short. Yes. So, okay. Apparently that conference just does beach volleyball and swimming and diving. All right. So, so is our, do, we don't have swimming and diving though, do we? They, uh, no, we really don't, are. but, uh, but Southern does and they're <laughs> in the same conference because they've got that. Okay. That, that space is now a basketball practice court, right? That yeah, they, uh, they filled in the pool, right? Yeah. Or just cover, filled it in, covered it. I mean, do, do, I guess you've got to do something. You can't just like put a yeah, basketball court They filled over it with a, concrete, I'm sure. It's a lot of concrete. flat. Because <clears throat> they announced we were going to add women's uh, uh, swimming and diving as our extra sport to satisfy the Title IX stuff. And then right. RJ Hunter shows up and we go to the tournament. And like, we need a practice arena, a practice court. So yeah. Get rid of that. But yeah, so we're the, in the CCSA. That, that championship is this weekend. It's one of three championships going on this weekend. Beach volleyball. 
So cool. uh, it's in Jacksonville. They've got blue and aqua brackets, and it looks like we're seated first in the blue bracket. So all right, all blue, all in. Yeah. Okay. Put us in the right bracket. I don't know. I don't know what that means, man. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what I read on the very, very underdeveloped CCSA website. <laughs> Do we know? Um, you, you, I know this was it was a hot topic when it was happening because we got rid of track and all that stuff. But have we ever caught up with our Title IX requirements? From what I understand, as long as you're exploring options, that satisfies the requirement. And so, so we're exploring options and we are satisfied. We are exploring yeah. women's lacrosse from what I understand. Ah, OK. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. What I wish we would add. I wish we'd add women's lacrosse. I think that'd be great. Is it something like you can explore something for a few years, and then if you're not sure, you just switch to explore something else continuously? Yeah. I, I, I heard, figure I heard by now we need to add is, something, right? I heard lacrosse is a lot like soccer, uh, my opinion of soccer anyway, that the the women is are a lot more fun to watch because they're a lot more like elaborate with their play style. They're like more strategic, where like the men are a little more chaotic and like, you know, there's there's less strategy. There's more just like I'm gonna kick it as far as I can that way, and then we're gonna go after it. And if they get it, they get it. Or like women are like, I'm gonna pass it to my my teammate. <laughs> I uh, I get what you're saying, and I will say that I I enjoy watching lacrosse, both men and women's, uh, more than I like watching both men's and women's soccer. I prefer watching really? women's soccer. I prefer watching women's soccer way more than I like watching men's soccer. Yeah, yeah, no, I do uh, too. I do men's too. and women's lacrosse, I, I like both of those. I like both watching both of those. And, but you like lacrosse better than soccer? Uh, that- women's soccer, I like better than lacrosse. Okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, I think uh, yeah, the, the women play a better sport with soccer, for sure. It's a lot more fun to watch. Women are more aggressive. It, they're just, it, it, they're better at soccer, I think. <laughs> And women's soccer, there's just so less showboaty taking falls and everything. Yeah, if they fall, like they get up, they're bloody and shit, and they're like, they're, they're just like shake it off. They're like, this is whatever, man. Like this is a sport. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> you you get some of it still, but I I like watching women's soccer a lot better. I, it's more entertaining to me. Um, you definitely and get like, the women's national team is way better than the men's national team, so we do better. So I, and I, I like experience watching soccer. So I like watching wins. Yeah, I know watching women's soccer than watching just the first United match this past weekend. Every time someone goes down, you're like, get up. You're fine. Stop yeah, throwing your hands on the ground and pouting. Like, get up. Yeah. Well, you're as not a, hurt. As a people are running, running, man. Like, people are already running to the other side of the field, and you're just down there, like, throwing a fit. Like, get up and play the game. It's hilarious and terrible. As a, as a buddy of mine uh, I used to work with who played recreational rugby, he said like that soccer is a gentleman's game played by hooligans and rugby is a hooligans game played by gentlemen. It's like a, the, the, the soccer players are just a bunch of like whiny cry baby, throw a fit, you know, jerky guys, whereas rugby guys are actually pretty like chill about everything. So. Now, when they get injured, they keep playing actually. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> there is because no they all, injury. They're just always, con- they're just constantly injured. So right, your arm is broken. You're still playing. Is it on? Is it attached? It as long as it's not disconnected completely from your body, you're still in. 
Yeah. Uh, so you see, uh, men's tennis ended. The, so men's tennis was doing so well. Like that was like the one thing that was getting us some wins. Like that and beach volleyball were our wins every week. Uh, men's tennis at, on a ten-game win streak loses the last two games of the season. Uh, we're at though. Are we home? Uh, uh, Middle Tennessee. I don't. Uh, I don't. Well, yeah. Men's tennis at home. Who knows? Like where's home? Yeah, uh, yeah. Middle Tennessee and UNC Wilmington uh, both were losses of two to four. But they have their uh, the conference championship is we're hosting the conference cha- championship in our uh, Peachtree City Fields courts uh, this weekend. No. So that's beach volleyball and uh, men's tennis that have conference. You know if they're clay or if they're grass or they're not grass. Isn't that Concrete. thing in grass one of the things that you can make a court out of? Make court out of anything. If you're balding, you make court out of anything. I don't know. I'm just. I. I. I just figured. I knew like one, maybe like point point three something about tennis, and I was trying to flex. You got it. Clay, clay, grass. You're good. Is that it? Really? No, there's like concrete. You you don't really play on grass, though, do you? No, but I think Wimbledon. Wimbledon's played on grass. No. Boom. Really? Yes. Like like real grass? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit! You don't know this? No, I, I've never, I've never my entire life. I watched tennis, so that's why I know. I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna say like, "Holy shit, you didn't know it," because like I just threw it out there and hoped. I, I, I thought you sounded stupid as usual. I was like, what the hell? yeah, like I didn't Rash. know it. I've played tennis before. That's like so playing golf on cheap. cement. It doesn't make oh, any yeah. sense. It's definitely, yeah, Wimbledon is grass, dude. It's all right. Whatever. Wow, that's crazy looking. It looks like a, um, it's like a tiny little football field. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I have issues with tennis. Football field you don't watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. that's true. <laughs> Uh, women's tennis. So women's tennis, I wanted to have a little short conversation about because I looked at our our season was over. We played in the Sunbelt championship last week and we lost the very first game uh, to Monroe and we, we won two games. We went two and 19 the entire season in tennis. And both those wins were non-conference. So we went zero games in conference. And I was like, I don't like it. That, yeah, that, that, that's horrible. That's, that's not acceptable. Yeah. Um, news alert. That's bad. And so I was like, well, have we always been bad? I've never paid a lot of attention to, to women's tennis. So I looked at, no, historically, at least the past you know, 10 or so years, we've been good at women's tennis. We've been like really good. We, we were uh, Sunbelt champions in 2014, 16, and 18. And 2014 was our first year in the, in the conference. Uh Prior to that, we'd had uh, we were we were in three straight conference championship games. We won the CAA in two thousand nine. So in ten years, we were in seven championship games, won four of them, made four NCAA tournament appearances, and beat Tennessee in the NCAA tournament one of those times. Like our women's tennis team has been pretty good. That's the original beat Tennessee right there, right? Was that them? Borderline dominant, a little bit. Yeah, it's just good. It's solid. It's it's a it's a legitimate team. And what then the in 20, 2019, uh, assistant coach Alex Leetu Leetu. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She was promoted to a head coach. I don't know what happened to uh, the former head coach Jason Marshall, uh, who does have a Wikipedia page that says nothing about Georgia State. Uh, 
And we went 11-13 that first season. And we went 5-8 and eight last year, but it's a shortened season. But even then, we won five games. This year, we won two. We won more yeah. games in a shortened season last year than we won this year. So I don't know what's going on with the women's tennis team, but I feel like – and I know that, you know, obviously like those other Olympic sports don't get as much attention as, as your football and your basketball does. But if we're dominant in something or we're good and we're competitive in something, I want us to always be good and competitive in that sport. So I don't know what's going on with women's tennis, but didn't we have um, for the last few years of that, didn't we have somebody who was like really good, um, who was like dominant and was was in a, a couple of tournaments and, and killing people? I forget her name. Oh, a certain player that was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which I I would imagine in a lot of the sports where you have like a lot fewer players, like you get one dominant person and your whole program is just like killing it, you know? Maybe so, but I'm talking about this was over a course of 10 plus years. Uh, yeah, we were, nine nine to 10 years. You can't blame it on one player. Or, or credit it all to one player. Exactly. So I don't right. know what's going on, sure. but like, so obviously last year, you kind of get a pass on 2020 because of the season getting short and everything. But I mean, is there a hot seat in women's tennis coaching? Like, is this something where coach uh, Charlie Cobb, not coach, but a uh, AD Charlie Cobb should really be like, Hey, I get Charlie Cobb and Sean Elliott confused all the time, all the time. I, I always want to spell Sean Elliott's name. S E A N. I don't know why, but I always I hope do. he doesn't watch this because man, you're <laughs> not invited back to Woods Chapel. You'll never do an interview. No, I know that it's wrong. I just, when I go to type it, that's how I type it. And then I'm like, yeah. I, I know that's wrong. I know it's wrong. But it's, I mean, should we like how many years do we let a like a great program lose before you fire a coach or find uh, someone? I'm ready to go. Fire. Fire. Three, Three and a half years. Well, or so one more season is what you're saying. Yeah. All right. One more season. I mean, I think like I, I remember back to men's golf being pretty dominant and we're not anymore. I don't know. No, we are not. Might exactly. be time to uh, rotate that one out. Yeah. I just want to see all of our sports do well. Is it too much to ask for all of our sports to be winning every single year? No. Men's soccer, absolutely. We should be men's and women's soccer. We should. With the attention that this city is putting towards soccer right now, there's no reason why uh, Georgia State soccer should not be getting better. Yeah. We should put effort into it. Money, even. Capitalizing. For sure. For we sure. should get Atlanta U- United to put money into it and be like a feeder school. I'm all for that. And fix our field and take the sewn in numbers and lines off. <laughs> oh, and play inside of Center Park. <laughs> yeah, we can be the alternate location where Mercedes Benz is busy. Done. Open up those upper stands. Done. I like it. I like it. Well, uh, the only other uh, sport we got is golf. Uh, men had no games after winning the Wofford Invitational. Last Tuesday, their championship is this weekend. So we have three championship uh, conference championships this weekend we're playing in. And then uh, women's uh, was this past weekend, and uh, they had their last match today, but they were 10th of 11 on Sunday and Monday. So I don't think that's going in our direction. So, But, yeah, so um, that's all I got for this week, guys. How about you guys? Well, I wanted – no, that's all I got. <laughs> I figured we can talk about the uh, concert at Center Park Stadium on last call. Yeah. Yeah. Second concert, concert ever. And 
And, it's and like, the best place to eat in every group of five town. <laughs> I saw, yeah, you get sent that as well. I got that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in last call. Uh, just FYI, our, our promo code this week is Pounce for free shipping on any of our Georgia State, or not Georgia State, our State of Atlanta merchandise. Uh, what did you do there? Why Pounce? Uh, because I put it to be part of the Pounce of Kids Club. Uh, uh, ah, yeah, okay, Atlanta, cool. Yeah, And then did not mention it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, merch.saveatlanta.com for our uh, evening School of Commerce and uh, other stuff that we sell. Uh, yeah, we're going to do Last Call. We'll talk about uh, this episode and the concert coming to Center Park Stadium and the best restaurant in Georgia. Atlanta, according whatever, to this. Atlanta, whatever. And also, I was going to talk about uh, one of the teams we played in basketball, Carver Bible College. Uh, they're a... <laughs> Uh, there's so it's it's yeah anyhow we'll talk about it i gotta hit the bathroom uh, <laughs> please consider joining our patreon it's only three bucks a month uh, helps us support the show and uh, make it better hopefully you get access to our private group chat act early access to last call and uh yeah we're gonna go over and do that now so uh, thanks everybody for uh for listening bye y'all peace that's it for us this week thank you for listening Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.